Video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. Pause the music. Pause. Pause. I don't know if you can tell uh, by the intro, but I'm very, very tired. Usually, I would take, you know, a short break, a short little nap. I worked all night. I don't. I don't even remember when I went to sleep today, because I went to sleep in the morning. It, mu- it must have been somewhere close to one. 2 o'clock, I did not get a good night's sleep, if you're wondering. And then I woke up at like 7, 8 o'clock. Did not get a good night's sleep. Now I'm back. A couple of hours of sleep. How many hours is, is 7, 8 o'clock? That's 6 hours? Why do I feel so tired? Maybe it was more than that. Or less than that. Oh no, I went to bed at 3 or 4. That explains it. I'm like, why am I so tired? And hungry. I only ate like a bowl of cereal and then a bowl of peanuts. I'm hungry. I'm tired. But I'm still here. I'm right here. Back on the podcast. Back on my grind. Talking about the NFL. Unpause my music. Please and thank you. Ladies and gentlemen. Got a great one here today. Very, very long one. I don't even know what I'm going to talk about, to be honest with you, because I, I literally have to, like, I have, do you hear this? I got, like, pages upon pages of notes talking about a lot of the stuff that I didn't cover last week. I mean, a lot of stuff happened last week in the video gaming industry that I had to cover, so sports talk got pushed back. I'm going to talk about the player relationships with the owners and how the NFL schedule may or may not be canceled or delayed. And a lot of other stuff. So much stuff that I don't even know what I'm going to be talking about today. I just have like a lot of stuff that I have to hit on, to be honest with you. And we'll hit on a lot of stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Those things and much, much, much more right here on 24's Podcast. And I cut to my music literally just as my music fades. That was Dr. Disrespect's absolute banger alleyways god I am hungry but I will still persevere on I will still go at it I will still continue wait what I just I literally I kid you not I just pulled up something on my computer apparently Antonio Brown just retired from the NFL no way Oh, wait, this is like, oh, yeah, this is today. He just retired. Today. I'm on this, I'm, like, I'm on this YouTube channel. It's, it, it's a YouTube channel that I go for all of my, like, player clips that they post on M- Instagram. Antonio Brown just retired from the NFL. Like, see, see how, see how quickly this information, like, comes into play? Jesus Christ. 
Should I read you the tweets? Yeah, why not? Here it is. I came, I saw, I conquered. Mission complete, call God. Okay. At this point, the risk is greater than the reward. Thank you, everyone who's been a part of this journey. I sincerely thank you for everything. Life goes on 84. By the way, um, he misspells a lot in like tweets and text messages. So if I like sometimes have to stop and like pause and I'm quiet, it's because I'm interpreting what he's saying and trying to put it in uh, intelligible speech. Is it time to walk away? I done, I've done everything in the game. Apparently he retired. I don't know. But those are his tweets. Let me see. Let me pull up his actual Twitter. Hold on. More tweets are coming in. Will not be playing in the NFL anymore. These owners can cancel deals, do whatever they want at any time. We will see if the NFOPA hold them accountable. Sad they can just void guarantees anytime going on 40, 40 million, two months. It will see if they pay up. What? Nobody's going to pay you 40 million. In, going on 40 minutes? It's 40M, two months? I don't know what that means. I'm just going to go to his Twitter. Like, can you can you now understand, like, the intelligible speech? Like, how it, how he's somewhat unintelligible? He just retired. Like, literally, as I was going live, I saw, I, I like, refreshed one of my page, one of my feeds. And it's just like, oh, yeah, Antonio Brown is retired. I didn't know this. Apparently, he made a statement like four four hours ago. Uh, let me go to his official Twitter. No. He made a rap video too, man. Himothy. Don't tell me that's the new album. Or not the new album, but an album by AB. What is this? Dude, what? This is an album? Oh, I gotta listen to this. I gotta listen to this. It be playing, right? It's playing now? What is this? Hold on. I'm, I'm gonna look. Himothy. It's apparently on Spotify. What is this? I think it's an album. Like I'm dog tired and I'm like, I'm, I'm too tired to deal with this mess. Like I wanted to have a quick podcast. I am not going to have a quick podcast. By the by, got down. I got everything done today. I went in, I came, I saw, I conquered. This is it. Once I finish this, I get to go cook me some pasta. And I'm done. And then I get to eat. Yeah, it's an album. It's a full album. Let me listen to part of it. Oh, wait. It was actually playing on my computer on the page. Hold on. Hi. My internet just got shot. Hold on. What? What am I? What am I connected to? Okay, that explains it. 
I just been hitting my goal, ay. I just been hitting the goal, ay. I just been hitting the goal, ay, ay. I just been hitting my goal, ay. I just been hitting my goal, ay. Wait, is this him? Is this him? This is him, right? I'm hitting my goal, I'm hitting my goal, I'm hitting my goal, ay. I just been a Lambo, ay. I just been a Lambo, ay. I just been hitting my goal, ay. I just been hitting my goal, ay. They try to slow me up, ay. They can't slow me up, ay. They try to slow me up, ay. They can't slow me up, If you plan to fail, then you fail to plan. I tell my girl I catch that pat like the NFL, man. Them boys kind of wet, how they did my deal. Holy fucking shit, this was released like fucking set four, five, six months ago. This was in fucking February, not September, in February. I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at it sideways because it's so fucking quiet. And it's like, and I'm trying to like put my shoulder on my ear because I'm wearing earbuds. And I'm like looking at the date and I'm like, this was released like four months, five... It's July, it's five months ago. Get your math right, 24. He sounds so different when he raps. I'm, I'm gonna go to another song. I like it. I like I I don't like the lyrics, but I like the sound. I like his voice. Hold on. I like it. I like the voice. I don't like the lyrics. But it's like if he actually if he dedicated a lot of time and effort to music, like to actually making music, the instrumentals were good. I liked it. I didn't like the lyrics. I thought the lyrics were bad, but like, I liked it. Keep at it. If that's what you want to do, then that's what you want to do. But I mean, he's going to retire as like, it's like making a shit ton of money. It sucks that he's fucking retiring. It sucks because I wanted him to get another chance. Um, I thought that he could be, you know, maybe he does retire. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know, but I mean, if it's a mental health issue, then yeah, he probably should not play football anymore. But I don't know. I don't know. It sucks that he's retiring, but it also is like he's probably gonna get six to seven, maybe eight games, which is ridiculous. But at the same time, not really. I'm trying to remember all the bad shit he did, and it's like it's kind of hard to keep track. Not just, like, because a lot of people are going to hang their hat on, like, the um, the sexual assault allegations. And I did, like, a full breakdown of that, like, weeks ago. Not weeks ago, but months ago when it happened. And I was reading it, and I was like, that doesn't sound right at all. Like, one of the main allegations. Like, apparently he had assaulted a woman, like, twice. He had raped her once. He had, like, jerked off on her back. The first time, and then he had raped her. And then the jerking off on the back, it, it's like, it sounded so weird to me because apparently it was like, they were in, <laughs> they were in his bed, right? And apparently her fiance had proposed to her like a week after that, right? So they were both in his bed, right? Watching a church sermon, 
Hey, keep in mind, boyfriend, fiance, like the dude that she married is the same dude that was her fiance at the time, or technically her fiance, fiance two weeks after he had jerked off on her back. And I'm like reading these reports and I'm like, dude, this is like the, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life. You were in his bed. You were apparently watching like a sermon on your iPad and then he freaking jerked off on your back, like without you noticing. I don't know. That, that sounds weird to me. I'm not saying that it's impossible for that to happen. I've also, like, there was some also stuff, there was also some other stuff going on, and I read her full, like, detailed report on the, uh, the rape allegations, and it sounded straight out of a movie. Like, it sounded like a scene from a movie, and I was like, this seems fabricated. I hope that it's, that it's not. I hope that she actually didn't get raped. But I'm like, it, it just, it, it doesn't seem right. It does not seem right to me. But he also is kind of an asshole because he bought a painting he like for a charity. And this is why I'm like, this was when I heard about this, I was done with him. Um, he bought a painting of himself, like a self-portrait from an, from, a, uh, from an artist in Pittsburgh. And it was for an auction and it was supposed to, you know, help out, you know, a charity and stuff like that. And he didn't pay the charity and he still kept the freaking painting. And I was like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm done. I can't, I can't deal with that. It's charitable. It's just like freaking pay, pay the money. Jesus Christ. So yeah, um, it sucks. Kind of, because I wanted to see him play because I still think he is one of the best wide receivers in the league, but whatever. What was I even going to start off the podcast with? I don't know, to be honest with you. I didn't really have a plan. I was looking at all of my notes, and I was like, frick's sake, man. I got so much to talk about in the next hour to two hours. I don't really know where to start. So I'll start off with the news that came in today. Technically, it was yesterday. NFLPA, uh, they had uh, organized kind of this like Twitter storm with a bunch of the, uh, the NFL players. It was orchestrated by Byron Jones, the corner for the, uh, the Miami Dolphins, former Dallas Cowboy. And he had said, and he had kind of organized to players like, hey, let's, talk about, you know, let's let's share what's on our mind. And a lot of NFL players, they tweeted out, especially the big boys like Patrick Mahomes, I think Deshaun Watson, J.J. Watt, Russell Wilson, Demarcus Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence was even like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know if I'm playing this season. So you have all these football players talking about not playing, and the question is, well, why are they not playing? Why do they not want to play? And the reality is, uh, players <clears throat> like myself are starting to catch on that the NFL protocols are terrible. The NFL protocols for dealing with COVID-19 are pretty much a joke. They still have not figured out their protocols for pretty much wh- whether a player ha- will test positive or not, what they'll do after that, what happens if a player tests positive before and after training camp. So players are like, bro, and I, and I talked about it, I think, a couple of weeks ago in June. I talked about how, like, Randall Cobb is like, bro, training camp is in a couple of weeks. I got to drive my family across country. I got to move cross country in the middle of a pandemic with my family to move to Houston. And I would kind of like to know, like, what the protocols are. So that way, like, 
I can know. That was a couple of weeks ago. Hopefully he made it safely to Houston. He's got a report Tuesday of next week. Houston and the, uh, the what's it called? Houston and the Chiefs, they will report today. Or they technically reported today. And what they did was they pretty much got a drive-in test for COVID-19. They drove in, they got tested, and that was the end of it. And then tomorrow, they'll drive in, they'll get tested, and that's the end of it. And then I think Wednesday, they will actually, like, get tested. Or not get tested, but they'll start, like, doing things within the facility. So players are like, bro, we got training camp literally next week. What do we got to do? Because if you don't figure this thing out, this could be a whole mess for us. Because the owners will get to sit in their boxes. They'll get to sit in their uh, their, their high-rise estates. They'll be able to do whatever they want to do. Players got to suffer. Players are already sacrificing their bodies. They did not sign up, by the way, to sacrifice the bodies and lives of their families. Now, with Russell Wilson... He said pretty much like, hey, bro, I got a pregnant wife. I have an unborn child. She is susceptible. He or she, I don't know his daughter or his son. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. But he or she, his child, his unborn child, they are susceptible. They are very susceptible. Same thing goes with the Marcus Lawrence. His wife is pregnant. He's like, I don't want to miss another child's birth. He missed his first child's birth because of rookie training camp. A lot of dudes, they have families. They don't want to leave their families, get something, bring it back home. We know that it spreads like wildfire because Andrew Whitworth, left tackle for the Rams, he got it, and he gave it to his entire family. Or Technically, he didn't. I think him and his wife got it from her father, from his wife's father, and then they gave it to like their entire family. Like His entire family got it. It sucks. And it happens. And I've been saying this and hinting at this for weeks. I've been saying, like, the NFL is not taking this seriously at all. They think that the coronavirus will bend to the NFL. And I always will say, like, no, it will not. But it seems like the players are starting to get some traction. Do you want to know why? Because the NFL talks today with the NFLPA. The NFL is like, well, we won't have two preseason games. And if you won't have two preseason games, why are you having any? A, nobody is going to go to a fucking preseason game already in a normal year. Why would anyone go during a pandemic? You pay full price to see guys that aren't going to make the roster. Second of all, some teams are going to have home games and some teams are going to have away games. Meaning that not everybody is going to apparently, and Peter Schrager, he brought this up on Good Morning Football today. He's like, um, most some teams won't be able to have you know, a home and an away game. They'll only have a home game. Other people will have an away game. So they won't be able to apparently get to test their protocols. Now, my response and my retort to that, to not being able to test your own protocols with fans and stuff like that, is, hey, uh, why aren't you testing your damn protocols already? Why? You know, it's, it's weird to me how unprepared the NFL sounds, right? So once again, MLB, I saw some MLB yesterday. It was 
I think the uh, I, I don't I don't know what it was, but it looked like it was. I don't know anything about baseball, but I was I I love baseball as a sport. I don't I don't know anything about the sport professionally, but I love watching baseball. It's America's pastime. I was watching baseball yesterday. And it was a whole lot of fun. Even if I couldn't really follow the game that much. I don't know, like, the difference. I don't know why you would have a closer in baseball. Is it because the, the pitcher wears out their arm too much? I don't even know what a closer is. Is that, like, the starting pitcher? Is he, this, is he the best pitcher or is he the second best? Or is, I, don't, I don't understand all these pitcher positions. I don't know. I'm not a baseball guy. But when I was watching the MLB last night, I was like, this is a lot of fun. But you started to see, like, not even started, but you saw, like, the MLB, even though that they had had issues negotiating with the players, they got the deal done. And they're like, we're not going to have fans in the stands. We will have as good, we, we will try to have the best policies we possibly can for on the field, like, stuff. But we're going to try and limit the exposure of people, of other, um, excuse me, of, of, like, players and fans and stuff like that. Like, it looked great. It's like, oh yeah, that's what it looks like. The UFC, right? They did. They prepared for Fight Island for months. I think I heard about it in like May. It's July. They prepared for like two months for Fight Island. They will have all of their events in Abu Dhabi for the foreseeable future. My question to the NFL is, how the fuck do you guys not have anything scheduled? How do you guys not have anything planned? Maybe instead of saying, we will have fans in the stands. Maybe instead of saying... We won't have a bubble. I'm not saying that you can have a bubble and seclude people off for like five to six months from their families and like a hotel room. I'm not saying that, but it's like, could you have potentially have been in a, um, been in a, a, a town, a facility, a country with, uh, with, with lower, with like a lower, like, I, I don't know, with like a lower count of positive like people and played games at certain times. And like, I, I don't know. Like, figure some of this stuff out. There's so many, or towns or that aren't hot spots or, you know, like, figure it out. Maybe Hawaii? What's the count in Hawaii? Or Alaska, you know? What's the count in Hawaii? Spelled Hawaii wrong. Hawaii. How many people have COVID in Hawaii? It's 1,359 cases right now, 23 deaths. I don't, I don't know, like, I don't know exactly, like, the, the numbers, the daily numbers. Hold on, let me look up the daily numbers. Let me check out the number today. Hmm. <clears throat> Let me check it out. I'm, my, my page is loading. Apparently 12. 12 new cases. That's like, that's, that's essentially like the best countries. So why wouldn't you be like, you know what? We're going to have, and by the way, it's, um, I think Honolulu. 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 I think it is Honolulu. I think that's the Big Island, and then other has like the Big Island has a thousand a thousand cases. All of the smaller ones have less than two hundred. 
I mean, it would it should have been, you know, an option in my opinion. I don't have I don't have the NFL in Hawaii. And we're talking a thousand confirmed cases, not a thousand daily cases. Today, I think they had what what was it? It's like less than ten, right? It's twelve today. So you could have had the um, you know the season in Hawaii instead of going out and trying to have it in 32 different states with 32 different protocols and processes with the coronavirus, and you have three states, California, Texas, and Florida, that are all hotspots. You have two teams in, in, oh my God, Kauai. California, I mixed up California and Hawaii. You got the Rams and the Chargers in California. You got the Cowboys and the Texans in, in Texas. And then you got, I think, three teams, two teams, Three, three teams in Florida. You got the Dolphins, the Jaguars, and the, uh, the Buccaneers. Like you got a lot of teams in hotspots. Not to mention, obviously, Carolina in, um, uh, I think South Carolina is a hotspot. So you got the, Par- the Panthers, excuse me, in South Carolina or North Carolina or whichever Car- Carolina that they're from. They're in a hotspot, I think, because they are in the deep south as well. Point is, you should have, you should have had more options if you're the NFL. And the NFL players, they're like, no, like we're not, like we we need answers. So today, once again, one preseason game. What does that mean? Well, I don't, I don't really know. Because again, the players, they don't want one preseason game. They want zero. The NFL, they want to make as much money as they possibly can. And it's like, for me, it's like, hey, just like, get this shit done. Get it done right now. Because you're playing with people's lives, essentially, right? Because not just the players, not just their families, but also fans. If you think to yourself, not to yourself, excuse me, but if you think about it, it's like, listen, bro. There are so, like the Jets and the Giants, they're done. They're not having fans in the stands. So great job on them saying, hey, we're not going to do it. But it's like, Jesus Christ, man, there are, so, there are so many different ways this thing can go. A lot of the other countries, they're coming out of this, right? They're coming out of it, especially in Europe. Their, their cases are on the significant decline. But here in the States, it's not. Here in the States, it's completely different. So here, you have to act different. It cannot just be one-to-one. You cannot expect this thing to, you cannot expect this thing to get better. Because it really hasn't. In fact, I think there's been, like, there's more cases now than there was a couple months ago. We are, we were hitting, like, I don't want to say career highs, but it was, like, um, it was highs in the coronavirus for, like, the last couple of weeks, especially down in Florida. And Ian Rappaport, he just reported once again, like, he just reported, and because I'm on the NFL Network right now, the 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 cable, not the cable, the uh, what's it called? Not the network. God damn it! What's it called? The channel. I'm a millennial, so I don't watch a lot of TV. But he just reported, hey, they just offered up zero preseason games to the NFLPA. So I don't even. So it's not even one preseason game. It's zero because they were like, that's stupid that we're gonna have one. So now we're getting a lot closer to what you would want football-wise. So, you know, now with all this information changing, let me talk about why it matters and why it's important that you get 
zero preseason games. First and foremost, on top of it, on top of it helping to lessen, you know, the the potential for players to get COVID nineteen. Excuse me. Now you have the ability for players to have a revamp period when it comes to training, because some dudes haven't been training, other dudes have, but they need to get back into shape. Now they'll have the time. Now they won't go into a season being injured, right? Because if, if, if you don't know the statistics of it, when the NFL got locked out, I think in 2010, 2011, it was like 25% more. There were 25% more soft tissue injuries that season than in the previous season. And the reason for that, dudes weren't in shape. So now you get this revamp period where it's like players don't have to, re- players don't have to do that dumbass shit with preseason games. I hate preseason games. They're dumb. I don't get them. Get them out of the league. They're stupid. But now you don't have that shit. Now you have a full month. You almost really have a month and a half because I think the first game is played on September 10th with Kansas City versus um, versus the Houston Texans where I think they'll be raising up the banner in, in Arrowhead. So that's going to be Thursday night. But every other team, pretty much you're going to get a month and a half, almost. No, you're going to get a month and a half, a little bit over, in all honesty, to prepare for that week one opener. That's a luxury. Now players are going to be able to be like, yep, we, we got it. We're good. We're green to go. Now you can get some other stuff as well within. the. I was about to slam dunk on the NFL, if I'm honest with you. They were so fucking close. But it seems like what the players have done has worked. At least on this particular like session. Oh, oh, and by the way, I, I completely forgot about this. Um, the, NFL, the NFL is actually going to test players daily. Which was one of my biggest concerns for the NFL. I'm like, that's... Because I heard at first it was three times a fucking week. And I was like, you're not going to test them before and after games? Because you're not... Like, you have to test them almost on a daily basis. Right? I was like, minimum, you have to test them at four. And even then, that's like... That's like running on fumes. Now, once again, this is from Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter. Now... It is that apparently the NFL is going to test players every every day for the first two weeks of training camp. And if the positive results exceed 5%, they will continue forward with testing every single day. But if it's lower than 5%, they will test every other day. So now, last literally last 24 hours, this is how relevant and how current this information is. Last 24 hours, they hit the two biggest concerns. Bang, bang. You got testing done, and now you're going to get freaking the preseason out. Get that shit out. Now, you have to negotiate and deal with the players and ask the players, like, hey, you know, we, like, how, do we, how do we hit this thing when it comes to, um, to, uh, to money? Because apparently the NFL is like, we're going to, like, you, you, have to, you have to report by August 1st whether you opt out of the season or you opt in. And if you opt out of the season, guess what? I think you have you have to pay like back two two million dollars if you have like a um, if you had like a signing bonus or something like that. What, what, no, no. Some players have autoimmune issues. Some players have sickle cell. I think. I think. I don't know. But I know like Von Miller, he has asthma. 
It's like, does he want to opt out? I don't know. Maybe so. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. But it seems like they're starting to get back on track. You've negotiated. It, it's, it seems like they have gotten extremely close, if not done, with negotiating the health and the safety of their players. I may be missing a couple more things, but for the most part, from where I'm sitting, it looks like they're getting very, very close to the end of this negotiation period. And I thought that it was not going to get close. I thought that the NFL was going to do something stupid and actually try and fight this shit. Looks like they are. They're done. Thank God. And I remember on Good Morning Football, because like the NFL Network, the people that work for this thing, like I remember I was watching and I'm, and Sean O'Hara is on the NFL Network right now. He was like, NFL players, stop complaining. Where is it? I'm not going to pull it up. But I remember he was like, you know, hey, guys, uh, stop complaining. And it's like, bro, they're not complaining without reason. It's not like it's not legitimate. That players are like, bro, like, we don't like the protocols that you have right now. We don't like the the lack of attention to detail that you have shown for dealing with the coronavirus when it comes to the NFL. Because every single NFL player is like, we may play the first couple of weeks and then cases may ramp up for us. And now we can't play a season. Because we're going to be playing with second and third teamers instead of our first teamers. And now fans are going to get a terrible quality product. Can the NFL, could they have put their players in a bubble? I don't know. It would, have, it would have been a big sacrifice. I don't know. But could they have, could they have done certain things to make sure that NFL players would have been safe? Could they have implemented certain things from within a bubble into, you know, in, into their protocols? I think so. I don't think it's about going one-to-one. I think it's about implementing certain things. But it finally looks like the NFL isn't doing this band-aid over a bullet hole type of thing. It finally seems like they're actually addressing a real issue. What a surprise that they're actually doing that. Let me take a swig of water first. Hold on. Man, I had, like, I kid you not, all this stuff happened within, like, the last 10 to 20 minutes. All this information. I'm so glad that I recorded this podcast at, like, 6 o'clock in the afternoon. So that way I was like, hmm, like, you know, I'm, I'm actually pretty accurate. All right. All right. Let's see. Talked about the jet. I'm going to, where's my pen? I'm going to check off some of the things that I've been talking about. Talked about the Jets and the Giants not playing without fans. Doesn't matter. Their fans, you know, like their, their stadiums would have freaking gotten uh, invaded by other opposing teams' fan bases, including the Dallas Cowboys, because those two teams suck. Moving on. What I got today. Something interesting. Talked about a couple of days ago. Cardinals GM. Not GM, owner, got the virus. Talked about that a couple podcast episodes ago. Talked about the obnoxiousness of Washington changing their name and stuff like that. 
Dax stuff. Boom, boom, boom. Talked about the face mask thing. Some other Dax stuff. UFC event. I can talk about that. Let's talk about this. Quarterbacks. So, last four years, absolute boom of quarterbacks. You got Dak Prescott, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, 2016. You got in 2017, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson. 2018, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, that's it. Then you got 2019, Kyler Murray, Dwayne Haskins, Daniel Jones. And then this year, you had Justin Herbert... Tua Tagovailoa, Joe Burrow, and Jordan Love all going in the first round. Pretty sure two of those guys are probably going to be bust slash backups slash average in the league. One of those is going to be good. Maybe one of those could be great out of the four that were drafted this year. But there's a lot of like franchise guys that got drafted in the last, in the last year. And to be honest with you, not last year, but in the last four years, that are, that are going to be good, if not great quarterbacks. And a lot of people think, well, you know what? We're just going to, we're just going to, you know, like draft a quarterback in the, in, you know, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So a lot of these guys that got, sorry about that. But a lot of these guys that got drafted in the um, in the uh, in, in the last four years. Oh my God! I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Let me restart. So a lot of the guys that got drafted in the last four years, a lot of people think it's going to be applicable in the next four years. That you know you're going to find a top ten guy, an all time talent, and a guy like Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson in the draft and Kyler Murray, like. A lot of people think that that's going to be the quarterback situation in the next four years. That is not the case whatsoever at all. Hold on. Let me, uh, hold on. Let me address something really, really quickly. Hold on. Sorry about that. Hold on, give me give me like two seconds here. All right. Anyways, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, the quarterback boom is over with. Most of the quarterbacks, let me get closer. I'm standing up. Most of the quarterbacks that were taken in the last four years. You would probably not you you would not have seen in the early 2000s, right? You would not have seen a Patrick Mahomes get drafted in the early 2000s. Like I think by 2005, 2006, all of these like great quarterbacks that are in the league that you see currently playing, like um, like uh, like Drew Brees, Tom Brady, uh, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Philip Rivers, Carson Palmer, Tony Romo, Ben Roethlisberger. All of those guys were taken 
by I think 2006. I think Aaron Rodgers is the is the um, is the youngest of them. But then post Aaron Rodgers, it was a very very long time until you saw another quarterback be taken very very not high in the draft, but that was taken in the draft that was actually a um, a quarterback. I think that guy that was taken was uh, was Russell Wilson, who was like an actual quarterback who wasn't a backup. You see like a lot of really, really good backups, right? Like Brian Hoyer, he's a backup. Like backups, and by really, really good backups, I mean like a dude that can enter into the league, stay within the league for an extended amount of time as a backup. That's a good backup quarterback. But when it comes to a lot of these other dudes, a lot of these other football players that got drafted um, in the early 2000s, obviously they are not backups. They are legitimate quarterbacks. They are dudes that lasted in the league. Some of these dudes, by the way, lasted in the league for almost 20 years. So there's this huge gap between quarterbacks. Let me look up quarterbacks that were taken in the first round in like the last, I don't know, like we can say decade, right? We can say decade. We can go decade, right? Uh, Here we go. By the by, um, I think last decade, quarterbacks that won a Super Bowl, there's been three that were taken. Nick Foles that were taken and won a Super Bowl. Nick Foles, um... Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes. Those are the only three guys that were taken in the last decade that won a Super Bowl. Okay, so I'm on Business Insider. I'm going to just scroll all the way down. When when the fuck was this article written? What? What? They have Sam Bradford... Don't, do they seriously have, what, 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 they have Burrow at six. The last 30 quarterbacks taken in the first round of the NFL draft and how this year's crop compares. So this is college-wise, right? This is college-wise. I'm like, what, I'm like, what's the criteria? Because I already hate this list. So the criteria is essentially that it's a bunch of college guys and it's based upon what happened in college and not actually what happened um, and not actually uh, what happened in the league. As far as I understand the list. So let's continue forward. I'm kind of just scrolling right now. I don't understand this list, man. Patrick Mahomes is the 31st. How, okay. Oh, okay. It's, it's the scout. I just wish that they just ranked the 30 quarterbacks and stuff like that. Yeah, this is not what I wanted at all. This sucks. Wait, are these first-round draft picks? They are. Oh. It's hard to decipher what they're saying, but it's perfect. It's perfect. So, first and foremost, 2013, EJ Manuel, Buffalo Bills. You remember him? I didn't know he existed. Tim Tebow, 2010. Tebow mania, right? Everybody, everybody was talking about T- Tim Tebow. Remember how great everybody thought he was, Tim, how great Tim Tebow was? 
even though he didn't even complete 60% of his passes, and I think he only had one fucking good season in the NFL, and every Christian lost their damn minds. They're like, he's, got, he's the savior of football. He's great. He's fantastic. Meanwhile, like literally every other player, like, like Russell Wilson literally prays before every single football game, and I'm a Christian myself, but he, he literally only played in like the NFL for two years or three years from 2010 to 2012. Everybody freaking lost their mind. He never completed 60% of his passes except for one time, excuse me, one time where he completed 60, 75% of his passes, but he only completed six passes on the season. Sick of it. Tim Tebow. He was a first-round draft pick. Daniel Jones, obviously. Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Those are two guys that are still playing. Paxton Lynch. You remember that guy. He was the guy that everybody was raining and raving over. Now, I think he's on his fourth or fifth team, and you haven't heard of him ever since. He's probably the biggest bust ever when it comes to the quarterback. Well, maybe not. Christian Ponder, 2011... Obviously, El Freaky, Lamar Jackson, 2018. He's not a bust. Brandon Whedon, fuck me, 2012. Deshaun Watson, he's obviously fantastic. Some of these guys are late first-round draft picks. Some of these guys are, like, top 20. Like, Christian Ponder was a, was the 12th overall pick, and Brandon Whedon was 22nd. Like, I, I, I just, I don't like drafting quarterbacks low in the first round. I don't like doing it. I don't like doing that. It just may be me, but I, I'm not a huge fan of doing that. Mitchell Trubisky, second overall pick, by the way. He looks like a bust. Bridgewater in 2014, 32nd overall pick. Herbert, obviously this year. Haskins last year. Murray last year. I'm not counting the guys that are playing and got drafted within the last couple of years. Johnny Manziel, don't need to talk about him. Who, who the fuck is Jake Locker? 2011. He was the eighth overall pick, ladies and gentlemen. You remember Jake, right? Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, Blake Bortles, 2014. Third overall pick, ladies and gentlemen. He's out of the league, by the by. Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Josh Rosen, back up. And he's the 10th. He, he got drafted 10th overall. Josh Allen, seventh pick. Check this out. He doesn't have a 60% completion percentage on his resume. We'll talk about him later on. Marcus Mariota, backup quarterback, second overall, second, uh, not second overall, excuse me, but he is the, he was the second overall draft pick in 2000, what, 11, 12? 2015, fuck me. Cam Newton, he was the number one. Tua was this year. Sam Darnold, he's the third. He does not look very good. Ryan Tannehill, he was the eighth. It's ironic because it took him eight years to become a good starting quarterback in the league. Joe Burrow, obviously from LSU. He got drafted number one overall this year. Blaine Gabbert, Jesus Christ, 2011. He was the 10th player for Jacksonville. The, the 10th overall in Jacksonville. RG3, he's a backup. 2012, second Second overall, Jameis Winston. Number one overall draft pick. Backup, by the way. Sam fucking Bradford, 2010 Rams. He was the first overall draft pick. I think he's fucking out of the league right now. 
And then Andrew Luck, 2012, he was the number one draft pick out of the league because of injuries, not because he couldn't play. So, a lot of the quarterbacks that I mentioned are either out of the league or they're backups. First round draft pick. Keep in mind, these are the 2010 draft picks that were that got drafted in. in uh, these are the 30 quarterbacks, excuse me, that got drafted in the in, in the past 10 years. Most of them are busts, backups, or are average. There's only a couple of guys that are actually doing it big. A couple. Most of them stink. Now, what does this mean going forward? Well, I like to use this term, what you see is what you get. What you see in, what you see in the NFL is essentially what you're going to get. Probably Trevor Lawrence comes in and it's probably going to be, you know, a dude. I don't, I don't necessarily think he's going to be, you know, a, a great NFL quarterback off the bat, but he potentially could be. We'll see. He's still like two, three. Technically, he's a year out from actually being an NFL quarterback and getting drafted, right? And when I look at the teams that are essentially going to draft a quarterback, usually there's a lot. Usually there's a lot of teams that are like, well, we want a quarterback. We're going to draft a quarterback. We're going to handle our business, right? The issue is a lot of the quarterbacks in the league already have their guys, right? So right now I'm kind of just going to look, take a look and See what quarterbacks, what teams want a quarterback. Maybe Broncos if, if Drew Locke doesn't turn out. Potentially the, the Saints do not operate with Jameis Winston. Patriots as well, depending on Jared Stenham and Cam Newton. And then Jacksonville if uh, Gardner Minshew doesn't work out. And then the Titans as well, depending on how good, what's his face, Tannehill is. The long and the short of it is, the bad teams like the Browns, they got a quarterback. The Bengals, they got a quarterback. The Jacksonville Jaguars, they're going to try out Gardner Minshew. A, uh, who else is like a really, really bad team? Tennessee, they have Tannehill. Minnesota, they have Cousins. Uh, the Jets, they have Darnold. Dolphins, they have Tua. And it's like those are in Washington, they have Haskins, right? So a lot of the worst teams in the league that you would assume would go out in the draft and get a quarterback, they're probably not going to get a quarterback this year because it's like, why would we? We have our guy or we have a guy that we would like to try out for the next couple of years. Like it's very, very, very important to put that into context because maybe a team that you know sucks and had a quarterback who didn't necessarily play good, like let's say it's Jacksonville. Or the Jets, again. Because everybody keeps on saying, he's one year out, Sam Darnold's one year out. But let's say it's the Jets that have a bad season. Will they go out and will they get a quarterback? Uh, no, they will not. Because they're still going to you because he's their first round draft pick. What they're probably going to do is, they're probably going to say, you know what, Sam? Next year is going to be the big deal. Is going to be the big year. Where you got to perform. Where you got to show up. You got to be great. You got to perform for us. You got to show us something. Before they make it like another judgment. Trubisky, he's on his last year. He's on his last leg, so to speak. He is on thin ice. Nobody likes him in Chicago. The fans don't like him. The coaches don't like him. I don't like him that much in Chicago. Is it his fault that he is not liked in Chicago? Kind of. Because he's not a very good quarterback. 
But it's also because uh, they drafted him number two overall, and they could have had freaking Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. I have no idea why they didn't get either one because literally both of them were staring them right, staring the Bears right in the face, and they were like, "Let's get it. Let's get Trubisky. Let's get Trubisky. Let's get Trubisky." Jesus Christ! Doesn't make any sense to me. Let's lose a bunch of football games and get a great defense and not not win a not win any football games because we suck as a football team. Jesus Christ. Makes me sick. But this boom of quarterbacks, will you be able to have this boom next year? No, I don't think so. Not next year. In the next couple of years? No, I don't think so. I think what's going to happen is a lot of the guys, I think Dak, Mahomes, Watson, Lamar, I think a couple of other guys are going to be dudes that are going to last in this league for 10 years. These next dudes that are going to come up in the next five, three years that are going to be drafted in that span of time, they're going to be like backups. They're going to be dudes that are like, these dudes aren't good enough to start. They're going to be busts. Justin Fields, a lot of people, let me look up Justin Fields. A lot of people have been talking a lot about Justin Fields. I've, I've watched him play, man. I'm not that big on Justin Fields. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me, but I, I just am not. When he was, like, considered a Heisman Trophy, like, candidate, I was like, that's kind of more on, like, ceremony than anything else. Let me mute. But it's like, we'll see. We'll see about Justin Fields. You know, maybe, may, maybe he will be great. Maybe he will do something. I don't know. I don't know if college will have a season. Again, we will see. Is that my internet gets shot once again. My internet loves breaking on me when I'm podcasting. Literally, it's like, where's my phone? I did it on one of my last podcasts where I was like, I'll just look it up on my phone if my internet doesn't want to work. And it doesn't. It's uncooperative. It's like 24, I don't want to cooperate. Sorry for that. Like, fine. I'll just watch this on my damn phone. You think I won't? Watch me. I might. I just might. I might. It's ironic. It's like once my phone starts working, my computer starts to my my freaking internet cuts on. I'm gonna have to sleep my phone. Go to sleep. But yeah, I I don't think a lot of these quarterbacks that are gonna be drafted in the next couple of years are gonna be as good as the quarterbacks that were taken in the last couple of years. So. If you, are a, if you are a team, or more specifically, a fan of a team that got a quarterback that is good in the last four years, you are in luck because a lot of the teams that are going to be drafting quarterbacks, some of the teams, to be honest with you, that have quarterbacks currently, they aren't going to last in the next three years. Some of them may not even last in the next two years. Trubisky may not last next year. He may be a backup next year. He's entering his fourth year in the league. It's do or die. And now the Bears, interestingly enough, they could go into the draft. They could go into this into this situation and be like, well, you know what? Let's get Trevor. Let's trade some assets around. Let's move some pieces around. Let's move up in the draft. Let's get Trevor. Because teams are still going to suck, but teams that are going to suck this year aren't necessarily going to need a quarterback. 
Jesus Christ, I gotta pee. Looking at my list of topics here today. Talked about Chris Jones. Talked about Sam Ocho or Ho, however you say his last name. Okay, here we go. So it's reported a couple of days ago. Miles Garrett just got signed. Big, big, big money contract. He got the big money. They backed the Brinks truck all the way to his house. What does this mean for the Cleveland Browns? Well, it means that you got your pass rusher. How many sacks does he have? And I looked at his numbers, and I was like, isn't he a double-digit sack guy annually, but because he plays for a terrible team that nobody cares, including myself? He's a perennial double-digit sack guy. Yeah, he has 30 sacks in, I think, three years, right? Yep. Yep. He's technically averaging 10 sacks a season. So Miles Garrett got the bag. He's paid. Brown's got the pass rusher. But it only matters if you can put it together. And it matters now that you got your coach, hopefully you did, with Kevin Stefanski, and now your quarterback, Baker Mayfield. Is Baker Mayfield the guy? He's got to put up, not shut up. I don't mind him talking, but he's got to actually back it up. I don't mind the talk. I don't mind him taking pot shots at Rex Ryan. I don't. I don't care about that type of stuff. A lot of people put a lot more emphasis on that. I don't really care. Excuse me. The issue is, right now, is that he is, he he had a bad year last season. A really, really bad year. Comparatively, like he threw a lot of interceptions. And he did not win as many football games as I wanted him to. Well, the reality is, all he's got to do is not screw this up. And oh my God, Derek Carr's brother put this pass of Derek Carr throwing behind his back on screen right now because Patrick Mahomes threw a behind-the-back pass, and he's like, look, my brother did it. This is the same guy that put his brother in the top 10 like a couple of years ago. I'm like, okay, all right. Derek Carr's not that good. I like that he's got his brother's back, but come on, be a professional. Anyways, what was I talking about? Miles Garrett being, being signed, excuse me. Hold on, let me stretch out my back. Jesus Christ, like, I've been sitting in this damn chair for, like, eight hours. God! Ugh. So, Miles Garrett being in that division with Cleveland, with Cincinnati, with... Jesus Christ, like, I completely forgot. Burrow is now going to be in that division. Burrow is going to have to start running for his life. It's good that he learned how to become a mobile passer of the football he is going to have to start running for his life he's gonna have to play up against the Steelers he's gonna have to play up against the Browns he's gonna have to play up against uh, who else oh god Baltimore oh god his offensive line sucks and he's gonna have to go up against Judon he's gonna have to go up against Garrett He's going to go after get. He's going to have to go up against. I think his name is Pouncey or whoever. They're they're T.J. Watt. I think Pouncey is an offensive lineman. And then he's going to have to go up against Josh Allen. Literally, Joe Burrow is in the worst place ever 
for him. He doesn't have an offensive line. He doesn't have weapons. He doesn't have a lot of wide receivers. He doesn't have tight ends. Jesus Christ, his owner sucks. His head coach is, a, is like a second-year guy who was a quarterback coach for Sean McVay. He doesn't, like, like he. I don't even know what his defense looks like. Let, like, he is, he is going to get destroyed this season. I'm already calling it. Joe Burrow's going to have a terrible season this season. It's not going to be his fault. But he will. And that's the reality of the situation. But Miles Garrett being in that division with Joe and with Lamar and all these other guys, it's going to be, it's going, and, and by the way, I don't think Miles Garrett is the best, like, defensive end in the league. I think he is top 10, but he's kind of like one of those fringe players. Maybe not fringe players. I don't even think he's close to top five. I'd, pay, I'd play some, like, ninth, maybe 10th in the league. At defensive end. Now, if you want to talk pass rushing, I think he's probably going to be out of the top 10. Like, just being able to pass rush, because I think that Chris Jones and um, and Aaron Donald are better than him at pass rushing, and they're D-tackles. That's a problem. But I think he's good. We'll see. We'll see if he, you know, if, if he'll be able to live up to that contract or not. But I think he, he does deserve to be paid. I think he does deserve a multi-million dollar contract. Congratulations to Miles Garrett. I'm not gonna lie to you. As I look over my uh, my list of notes, I thought they were a lot longer. I thought they were a lot larger. They aren't. I really only have a couple more things to talk about, and then we'll be out. So let's talk about him. First and foremost. Before I get started, I gotta take a piss break. Oh my god. I'll be back in the next couple of minutes to cast the rest of what I was here to talk about. I thought I was I, I thought I was gonna be here for two and a half hours. I'm only gonna be here for like an hour and a half, and then we'll be out. Hopefully I don't go on a long soliloquy on Josh Allen and ran and raved for like the next 30 minutes or something like that. Hopefully I can just beat just bang just bang some of the stuff out. Watch some anime, Food Wars. I'm in love with that show, and uh, and then just peace out, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be back in the next, in the next couple of minutes on 24's podcast. That was a weird outro.
once again, once again, we are back. As I was taking my uh, my bathroom break, I was thinking to myself, I was like, did I address why I did not podcast over the weekend? Um, I don't think I did. I don't remember why. I think it was just like, it got so late and I was doing so much. I don't even know what I was doing. Like sometimes it's like, I have a brain fart or I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I like, I think it just got way too late and I was trying to do way too much and it just didn't, it just didn't pan out. If I'd handled my business earlier on, I definitely would have gotten a lot of what I wanted to have gotten done, done. The, uh, the long and the short of it is, uh, don't procrastinate. So let me take this away with my water first. So Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills quarterback, he said his goal for this season is to shoot for 66, not 66, excuse me, 60% completion percentage. If you don't know why that's relevant, it is because um, 60% is average in the NFL when it comes to completion percentage. I think 61, 62% is above average. 60% is average. Over his career, he has been 52% and then 58%. Granted, his numbers, numbers-wise, touchdown-interception ratio, significantly better, up, <clears throat> excuse me, up from 10, 10 touchdowns, 12 interceptions his rookie year, all the way up to like 20 touchdowns to 9 interceptions. That's, that's pretty good. 3,000 yards, 1,000 more yards that he had. Than he had in his rookie season. He was balling. Comparatively to what he was in his rookie season. Now, the issue is, Josh Allen is a big arm, strong armed quarterback. Right? So, what I actually like that the Bills did, sorry for that weird noise if you picked it up, it sounded weird, it sounded like a squish. With Josh, the issue is, even though he's a big, strong-armed quarterback and he can throw a football through a battleship, he is inaccurate, as evident by his completion percentage. In two years in the league, he has not completed 60% of his passes. So the thing that he was drafted on, this big arm that he has in the league, this big arm that he had in college, that he's going to transfer to the NFL, it is now non-existent because he's throwing these dink and dunk routes, these short routed. That's why his yards are so are so short. And it's also why his touchdown to interception ratio is kind of good. It's like two to one. For a guy that has accuracy issues, accuracy issues, that is very good. The issue is it's oxymoronic in the same uh, statement to say, hey, Joss, we want you to throw 60% or he wants to throw 60% from the field while also, by the way, taking the top over the defense. Just because you have a big arm does not mean you are accurate down the field. Oh, but 24 Patrick Mahomes is accurate deep down the field. Because Patrick Mahomes is a once-in-a-generational type of player. Is Josh Allen now Patrick Mahomes? No. He is an anomaly. He is a unicorn that can fly. He is a pega-unicorn. A pegasus compared combined with a unicorn. It's impossible to find one of those things. A unicorn, a, a, a unis, 
A Unisys. A Unicus. There we go. A Unicus. That's what Patrick Mahomes is. A flying unicorn. A Unicus. Pegasus combined with a unicorn. Josh Allen is just another strong-armed quarterback. And believe it or not, there's a lot of them in the league. There's a lot of dudes that have big arms that can throw off different platforms, that can make plays. Like, having a big arm in the league is not good enough anymore. It really is not. Josh Allen, what he needs to now do as a third-year quarterback is he needs to have he needs to be more consistently accurate. I have no idea why he is so inaccurate. I don't. They give him the easiest balls to throw, and he's still not making the throws to make them. He's got to be better. He has to be better. It's inexcusable for him to not be better at this point in his career. He's in his third year, and he's not completing league average. Dak was hitting league average in his rookie season when it came to completion percentage. For comparison, because everybody wants to throw Dak Prescott under the river, Dak Prescott has never had below 60% completion percentage ever. 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 I don't even think he's had lower than above average. That's how good he is. Even when he's, by the way, last year taken the most shots down the field than anyone. Yeah, he's he, the lowest he's ever gotten is 62.9% completion percentage. Jesus Christ. Josh Allen, get it together. Get it together. Love of Christ, get your numbers up. Get them up. I'm sick and tired of seeing Josh Allen not have 60% completion percentage from the field. I'm sick and tired of it. He's got to be better than what he currently is. And what he is is below average at quarterback. You may be wondering, well, ha-ha, 24, he beat you, he beat you, he beat the Dallas Cowboys, and he beat the Dallas Cowboys, he plays for the Buffalo Bills, 24, he beat you, and he he plays for the Buffalo Bills on Thanksgiving. It still does not mask the fact that he is a he is a average quarterback with a significantly above average defense and a great head coach and Sean McDermott. Oh, and he had a pretty good running game, by the way, as well. Can Josh Allen complete 60% of his passes next season? Yes, it's average. Of course he can. It's not that hard. The issue is, is that he, like his decision-making is all over the place sometimes, and his accuracy needs work. Like some of the things that I would have thought that he would have learned in his second year, or not even in his second year, but in the summer of his, of, of his freshman and sophomore season, of his first and second season, you would have thought that he would have learned it, but he didn't. And now we're going into third year, into his third year. The Patriots, they just got Cam Newton. They got Jarrett Stenham. And if those, those two guys don't work out, they got Brian Hoyer. Hopefully one of those guys works out. And God help them if it's Cam. Because if it's Cam Newton, now you're back at the bottom. And now Stefan Diggs is going to throw fits, and not throw, but have fits working up against Stefan Gilmore. It's going to be a nightmare scenario for... That football team. Throwing it, maybe not running it. I got issues with Josh Allen. I got issues with people saying he's going to take a step up this season. Do I know that? I don't know. Probably not. Can he? Yeah, I think so. He's got the weapons. He's got Cole. He's got that brown guy. That brown guy is in, that's his last name. Brown is his last name. 
And then he's obviously got Stephon Diggs. And he's got a good running game. And he's got a great head coach. He can put it together. Will he put it together? I don't know. I do not know. It's going to be fun figuring it out. Let me check it out. Check what out? What Like, again, literally everything that I had prepared in the last couple of days, I was like, man, I'm going to have a two and a half hour long podcast, three hours. I'm going to be here all night. No, I'm like done. I'm done with stuff. I'm done. I like, I'm done. Wow. Am I done? Yeah, I'm done. It's like, what, like, this was an hour and 13 minutes, and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna be here for two and a half hours. You know what I'm gonna do now? I'm gonna, I'm gonna freaking go ahead and watch, take a, take a freaking break. I've been working for almost, for, for like freaking all day. It's like seven o'clock. I, I think I got started at like 10. It's ridiculous. How many hours is that? That's almost 10, right? That's nine hours. I'm gassed. I'm tired. I'm sitting in this damn chair all day. I'm going to end the podcast right here. Hold on. I did not get to play you the new outro song. Because the last time my freaking computer got janked up. Oh, man. Like, like it wouldn't play any videos. It wouldn't play, wouldn't play QuickTime. It wouldn't play YouTube. Couldn't freaking find it. I'm not playing it on my phone. Is it seriously not playing it again? No. Okay, yeah, I think QuickTime is just broken. I think I can play it on Safari. Let me find it. There it is. <clears throat> I literally wanted to watch anime as soon as I like now 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 YouTube is it's is, is just freaking messing me up. Frick's sake, are you freaking kidding me? I'm 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 just gonna play it on my phone. Or is QuickTime working? Please tell me QuickTime is working. Yeah, it's giving me that dumbass error again. How? 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 Like literally, this. I I just I'm like I'm about to play I'm about to play my freaking my freaking new outro song right. I'm about to play it. My internet's like no, you're not gonna play it. My computer's like no, you're gonna play it. You're gonna have to restart your, your computer to freaking get this over with. Hold on. Now now I'm dedicated to freaking playing this song. I was so excited for it. I was so happy for it. Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been 24's podcast. God damn it, I should re rename my podcast the most technically difficult podcast on the entire damn internet. Oh, no, 
But if you like this podcast, hopefully you do. It, it's not normally this technically difficult, but I don't know what's going on. It, I've had issues in the last couple of days. But ladies and gentlemen, if you like this podcast, you can find this podcast literally anywhere where you can find podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Pretty much where you can find any podcast, you can find my podcast, 24th Podcast. What am I going to talk about in the next couple of days? Um, more NFL stuff. More. I, I got some video game stuff to talk about. Uh, something just kind of got pulled up. Literally as I was ending the podcast, which is like right now. Cannot wait to talk about that probably tomorrow. Also, Ghost of Tsushima and, and more. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Until my next podcast, I hope you have a fantastic day. And I'll see you next time. Damn it, my phone. Hold on. God damn it. Hold on.